Live. Welcome to Amateur Opinions. Thank you so much for joining us. New week, new episode, uh, as usual. Easy, I'm with Easy. How's he, how you doing, brother? I'm good, dude. How you doing? I'm good, I'm good. I'm doing all right. Nice. What's the story, um, how's man? Your week been? How's, how's it going? Bad, bad sports week. I know we don't talk about sports here. We, <laughs> we have another segment for that, but terrible sports week. Um, yeah, horrendous. Yeah. Sports weekend. Oof. Yeah, it was tough. <clears throat> um, you know, United, you know, we signed Cavani, and I, I just saw that they gave him the number seven jersey. That was like the final yeah. man in the coffin for me. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, but yeah, good, good week nonetheless. I'm trying to think what what did I do that was interesting. Just let me let me think about it. So so I had uh, a friend yeah. of mine who who told who told me about a situation at the house um, where they kind of discovered that. Excuse me. They discovered that you know the dad had had um, another family, basically, not really another family, sure. but another you know woman with children, two mm. of those. Quite common <clears throat> with African. Yeah, exactly. It's another, but very very common. Yeah, it's it's yeah. it's unsettlingly a common thing where you don't yeah, even get shot yeah, anymore. Yeah. Exactly. You know, so it, it kind of got me thinking, like, what. <clears throat> what kind of gets people to 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 do that? Because you know what what I've trouble what I've gotten trouble with. So, you know, growing up, you know, I would, you know, I would you know quickly judge like, yo, that's like some bull. It's evil. It's this this that. Same thing with with having sex, even as a you know before marriage. When I was when I was you know younger, like thirteen, yeah. fourteen. I remember talking to one of my one of my best friends at the time's big brother who was probably 21 at the time and you know he was you know having having sex with his girlfriend and i would always be like that's so disgusting how can you do that uh what if this is that aren't you scared of this can you i know? segue before before you carry on <laughs> yeah, with the question, yeah, yeah can right. i segue into my pre-marital sex theory yeah right it's it's very left field but just bear with me but here's my theory so i was thinking about Actually, most religious text, most religious text has very good intentions, right? Um, yes. It's it's a set of moral. Uh, it's a moral compass, I think, that sort of just like grounds us. And I respect it for that, you know. And I think it was actually meant to not only be a moral compass but to protect us. So I thought about the time and the context in which most of those texts were written okay what age were people getting married in those days 15 16 so with that in mind that rule makes a lot of sense right because i think at that time if you're getting married at 15 and you're active before that that's just like whoa <laughs> you know what i'm saying i mean people do do it but I think that even the lifespan was a lot shorter, right? I mean, you're going yeah. to 35, and that's kind of, you're lucky, maybe 40. My manager made a joke. She, she got a filling with her teeth, and she was like, you know what? I don't feel guilty. Like, human beings are not meant to live this long, so it's no wonder my teeth are, like, just dying out. 
Yeah. So my theory is that rule was written for for the time with good intention. And, and, and the thing is, it's across the board. It's not just a Christianity thing. All right. So I'm sort of like speaking broad scope here, like Islam. Yeah. I, I don't think there's any religion that condones it. Um, so that's my theory, though, as to why it's 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 forbidden. Because if you're telling a, someone to wait until they're 36, I think it's hard. But that's just my theory. That's a super amateur opinion. But continue, yeah. Clint. Yeah. yeah, and the ramifications are also quite dire, right? Where yes, you know, she, if 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 anything, keep in mind, there's no uh, there's no child control. Is that what's it called? Child control, uh, birth yes. control at the yes, time, right? For so, sure. you know, if 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 this happens, then if the pullout game is weak, then you know you're pregnant and you're screwed, basically. Yeah. No, and no, you're no young, man's you're ever gonna want you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyway, yeah, the ramifications so anyway. were quite dire. Which, yes. which, uh, well, we'll spend like two minutes uh, more on this. Which, I mean, even even today, if you think about it, the ramifications are 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 dire as well, right? Where you know, having a child out of wedlock, uh, you know, a child growing up without a dad, potentially, mm. of course, he, he can end up growing up without a dad. Um, you know, it's also could be damaging. Uh, it could be. Uh, according to stats, I think, but not always. Yeah. Uh, also, for the woman protecting her as well, right? Uh, with uh, raising a kid is expensive and all that stuff. So I think even t- even today, but today is obviously the ramifications are much less because of uh, you know if you have sex, you can have it with a condom on or do birth control, be responsible, and yeah, you know, you'll be you'll be you'll be all right. Exactly. So fair, fair exactly. enough on that, yeah. Um, yeah, and I, and I have, I have yeah. other theories on, on it, but we can have another episode on that. But sure, <laughs> yeah, because this one's a wormhole. Like we will go yeah, exactly. down we'll, because we'll go it down. is. Yeah, we'll go down quite the the rabbit hole. But so, yeah, maybe so we'll I was, I was <laughs> telling you, yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> I was telling you the story of of this guy. So, you know, so like I said. You know, uh, as a kid, you don't really think of things deeply. So now I, I kind of try to be careful not to kind of, you know, judge because I have actually haven't been in the situation for me to be able to say, you know, this is what you need to do. You know, I, I kind of try to be careful yeah. with that. But uh, if I look at the, the damage it does, you know, to, to the women, to the kids out of wedlock who end up potentially spending time without their actual dad because you know they're uh they call them i don't know if this is still a pc term but illegitimate children basically out of law you know so 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 it has damaging lifelong uh ramifications whereas you yeah where whereas the reason you did it is probably not worth you know people going through that yes um but what I was going to say as well is there's multiple, you know, situations that don't necessarily involve other kids where it's the person is either doing it for fun, uh, doing it because for some reason, you know, him and his wife aren't having sex anymore. And then he kind of has the urge to do it. And then he does it again out of wedlock. Yeah. Uh, so so that's why I find it difficult to because situations are totally I was having the conversation with my sister like. The situations are so different for for each case, uh, 
that it's 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 difficult to uh to kind of you know really put your finger finger on it what, what are your thoughts it's quite a lot to unpack with this one you i think you hit the nail on the head you've given the short answer we can get into the long answer but i think you've given the best short answer in that the situations are different situations are different wow this one's a tricky one but maybe we'll start with the the the, the the beginning of your story where you spoke about your friend it was her father right yeah and there's a whole family on the side and we're speaking about how common it is i definitely think that was a generational thing i don't think our generation is going to do it as much still going to cheat but i don't think we're going to do that the way our fathers did mm-hmm. um Firstly, I think just economically, it's harder now. Yeah, <laughs> that's the first right. thing. Right. I think that's, the, that's the first thing. I don't know what was happening in the 90s and 80s, but man, they were going at it. And I think that comes from their grandfather's generation. So that's three, four, three generations um, before us. So our fathers, yeah. our grandfathers, their, their father. Yeah, three generations think that was normal to have you know multiple wives and i think as we became more westernized there was sort of this shift to a more western way of doing it and i think there was a little bit of lag that's my first answer you know in that transition from a more uh what's the word again when you have multiple wives uh, polygamy uh polyg polygamy yes 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 that transition to polygamy and when it's one what is it called Amateur opinion. Mono. Monogamous. Wait, when it's monogamous, back when you're yeah. in your mar- actually normal traditional marriage. Monogamous. I think there was a lag in us shifting, if that makes sense. Because my grand, my great grandfather, I think had four wives, and I think my family comes from. Is it the fourth one? I'll need to ask my dad. I don't remember. You know. Yeah. So. My dad was um, two generations separated from a guy who was practicing polygamy. Even today in certain South African cultures, there are still men who practice it, you know? Yep. So I think the, from an African context, I can't speak for other races and religions, but I think there's just a lag in, in switching over. That's my first thing. Because, bro, it's just way too common. That's that's my first answer. It's way too common, Glenn. Yeah, yeah, that's the first one. Um, then there's probably like I'm sure you're asking about like guys like us. Why do we do it then? Yeah, I guess it differs for different guys. Um, I think it was maybe settling. I think some guys settle. You know. And then mm. they settle because guys, we're used to rejection, correct? Most of your your experience with women is else for most men, for 80% of them, right? Yeah. It's rejection. So as soon as you get a yes, even though it's not necessarily the person that you ideally would want, you're just like, damn, I'm going to take the yes. And 
eventually you start to realize that you had more choice than you initially thought you had. Um, and or you, or you get richer or something as time goes on. And oh yeah, you know, exactly, exactly. The younger hot girls exactly. kind of throw it. Whatever the reason may be, you have more options. Yeah. So you have more yeah. options now. You may have got richer. You may have increased your charm, whatever it may be. You now have more options. And you still have that, trauma is a strong word, but you still have that trauma of, oh, I was catching L's the whole time. And now let me just test my powers. Let me see how much of a badass I am. And then you dabble, you know, and you taste the forbidden fruit. So I think for some men, it's an ego thing. Because your ego's being bruised by all of these rejections. So now that you have the opportunity to um, test yourself, you, or not test yourself, but to, to validate yourself, you take that opportunity to do so at the expense of your significant other, unfortunately. Yeah. You so, know, yeah. You know, my, so I have this cousin of mine, right? I remember this. This was, I was still in high school. It must have been 2008, around there. Yeah. So my cousin gets married. Uh, you know, beautiful wedding, blah, blah, blah. And then as time goes, you know, the wife uh, comes to our house and says, yo. Yeah. Yo, because my cousin is is basically a kind of an orphan. He's, he's, I don't want to say orphan because he's old. Uh, but anyway, yeah. basically my dad and my mom were, were like the parents in a way. So the, the, the daughter then comes, uh, and says, Hey, like I'm getting, I'm getting hit like every day, you know, uh, by, sure. by your son. Right. So, and I, and I was even shocked cause I, I didn't expect it. But anyway, so she says this, the daughter, then, the daughter's getting hit. Whose daughter, your cousin's daughter. No, no, no. So uh, her, uh, the wife. The wife oh, okay. comes to our house saying I'm the wife getting of your cousin. Hit. Yes, I'm getting hit okay. by my cousin, right? So, so my my dad then calls up uh, my cousin and says, "You come through, you know." So he starts talking to him and he says, "Yo, what's uh, what's the what's the problem? Why are you why are you hitting her?" And then he says, "Yeah, wait, isn't that?" He says, "Wait, isn't that how marriages work?" And then my dad is like, "Huh? Sure. Like, what do you mean?" And then he mm. says. You know, I, growing up, my, my dad used to hit my, my mom all the time. So I just kind of assumed that that's how it's dealt with, right? Because yes. the wife was saying, you know, when we we're dating, there was none of this. And then as soon as we're married, you know, this starts. So there could be a, uh, also an element. Yeah, an, an element of also like peop, like kids see what their dads do, right? Yeah. And if... If uh, I have another friend who whose whose dad basically threw his seeds around, including to his mom, uh, so he basically did. His dad had multiple kids, you know, and he, I think didn't marry any of them, right? Uh, and he, as a result, I don't know if it's as a result, but he his lifestyle is pretty much the same, although without the kids part. But you know, if he it doesn't matter if he has a girlfriend, if he doesn't, literally. He lives for, for you know, smashing girls basically. You know, so that's that's his main focus, and then everything comes after. So all the time he's, you know, trying to mac, going places, and doing this, trying to get a girl, blah blah blah. And when he does have a girlfriend, again, he's cheating all the time. So, yeah. So you know, and it, so it's it's sometimes you know kids can kind of think it's normal seeing what their dad is doing. 
and then do it. So For that sure. that's another that's, another factor as well. That that fact that you're bringing up it goes exactly back to the point I was bringing about our father's generation, which is why yeah. I think they were so. Because I think it was just so normalized for them, unfortunately. It's the exact same. Yeah, you're making the same point, where you see monkey see monkey do, unfortunately. Um, let's let's say let's say we we want to let's think of ways we can actually, you know, not do this. Let's assume that, let's say, ten years into our, into our marriages. Let's say we get the urge. What do you? What would you give, uh, ten plus year easy? Like, what advice would you give him to kind of not do it, or rather, what what do you think we can do? You know, just as men in general, where we like measures we can put in place, or even if it's the women we actually choose to be with as well, that could be a factor. Sure, um, that's a great question. What? Yeah. What What can we actually do to kind of make sure this doesn't happen? Any ideas there? I think number one <laughs> step. This I could actually be a YouTube video. You know those cheesy titles. Yeah. Five ways to be faithful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually. <laughs> um, but I think the first thing, Glenn, is choose the right person. Yeah, it's very important. That's the That's most the first important one. one. It yeah. sounds it sounds easy, but I think a lot of people choose the wrong person. A lot of people settle. Sounds mm. harsh, but it's true. Um, choose, choose, choose the right person. I saw a and tweet. What, what's the right per? Yeah, sorry, go on. Sorry, I saw a tweet that said, um, "The man, if a man loves the woman more than she loves him, it's more likely to work." It was, it was all anecdotal. It's not fact. It's not you know. It's not research. It was just anecdotal advice mm. that this person was giving. So we can't, we can't really take that to heart, but I think choose the right person. And you, you're asking how, and I think take your time. As yeah. a man, you have to take your time. Don't rush into it. We're so young, especially for guys in their 20s, like explore, see, meet people, because you, you may think you found the person, but you haven't. I've seen guys who are really in love, Glenn. Like, really, really, really in love. You know what I'm saying? I've yeah. seen gents where I'm like, bruh, this guy's in love. Um, so, yeah, I think it's it's possible. Don't settle. Too many guys settle, Glenn. For real. Too many. And that's a recipe for disaster. Mm-hmm. What, what would you give? Yeah, like, let's go tit for tat. But what would you say? I'll give it so, to you. You can give it to Yeah. So, I would say... Well, I was just going to quickly ask you what, what kind of constitutes the right person, right? Because sometimes you don't really know, uh, you know, if... I guess, okay, for you, because you, you've basically found your right person, right? So... Yeah, yeah. What would you say is the difference between... Okay, I don't want to say that. <laughs> between... <laughs> no disrespect, yeah. Yeah, but yeah no disrespect, no disrespect. Yeah, like what, what, what would you say is the thing that you know... Uh, kind of marks that this is the right person for you? Personally, for me, I can't speak for all men, but you just can't, you can't see this person being replaced. Mm. 
does that make sense yeah yeah there's you just you think about alternatives and you're like, I'll, I'll give an example <laughs> chris rock remember <laughs> remember chris rock had that joke very old joke where he said a man is as faithful as his options yeah yeah you know so for me <laughs> using that joke as the premise saying let's assuming that's true you just you assume that even if i had all the options is this the person i would choose because let's be real as a guy you don't have all the options in the world you just don't <laughs> you don't yeah but yeah for me that's one thing definitely it's different for everyone glenn but for me like i just can't see it with anyone else i can't and that's a that's a unique feeling so that's that's me personally i think it will be different for everyone but i think if yeah. i was to imagine i would say i would say she has to be like a best friend type of person right meaning because yes. this meaning I, I i actually want to hang out with you all the time right? yes so i've i've had i've had uh girls where I've, I've wanted to hang out with them all the time and i've had some who i really didn't right so you know that's important uh, as well and great sex is also important i reckon um, i agree cuz i agree you know you especially so this is this kind of goes into why why i also kind of think no sex before marriage is a good thing right because you you kind of don't know what's great if you've never had it so the the first <laughs> fee, the first fee. the first one you have right is the best one you've had is is basically yeah, the first yeah. one you've had until you get something better is the best you've ever had so now if yes. if you've if you've tasted let's say i don't know 10 girls let's say 10 girls right and there's that one girl who kind of stands out then you then you end up meeting this this girl but that one who stands out isn't the one because you're not really like best friends and then you yeah you then you then you know look for look for a new a new girl or sorry you then find the one you it's like yeah here we're best friends and then you then have sex and then it doesn't measure up to the one you had before yeah for it, sure. i feel i don't yeah i mean i've never been in this situation but i would imagine that it would be a very difficult well i hope not but you know, i would imagine it would be fairly more, definitely more difficult than if you if it's actually your first time having sex because now you're only focusing on choosing the right one where your best friends your career matches or whatever and then you then have sex for the first time and it's the best you've ever had yeah for you it's explosive because you're just like whoa what exactly. is this so yeah. now you know i remember having this conversation with with uh, with a girl i was like imagine you have the best sex you've ever had right for a year or whatever right with with another guy and then you guys break up on it whatnot and then with your husband it's not the best it's like let's say 60 percent of of what you had with the other guy and then you run into this other guy right like i feel like that would be so dangerous like you just run into each other let's say business trip wherever you then realize flip we're, we're on the we're in this uh, same we're attending the same conference in zanzibar or or whatever yeah right i feel like yeah. that would be extremely dangerous yes and sure. that's because you've tasted and that's the why fruit yeah exactly you have and and now you're in trouble because you're like flip i, I remember that and then you kind of have that conversation like, do you remember 
you know, do you remember the sex we used to have, uh, you know, in 20, in 2016 or whatever, whatever date it was. Yes. Yeah, it was. And it, your memory and then, will always make it better than it actually was. Because our was, memories, yeah, because yeah, our memories, I know they tend to make bad experiences worse and good experiences better. I know our minds do that. So now you're thinking, yeah, Damn, this was the one. Exactly. Yeah. So, so that's, that's kind of another point where, why I, I agree with the no sex before marriage, but it's so difficult because, you know, with the, with the age we're now getting married at, which is, you know, could be 30 or whatever. Sure. I mean, your twenties are your sexual peak and your, your hormones are just raging. So mm. it requires extreme discipline to actually not, you know, not do it. And and so, from a, even from like you know you're talking about it's your physical peak from a oof, I'm taking this conversation left field, but from a evolution or a primitive that's the word I'm looking for from a primitive standpoint, right? Mm. Is there any better time to have kids than your twenties? And I mean this no. like from a really primitive standpoint. This is the time, you know. Yeah, we're, we're optimized for your twenties for sure. Yeah, for sure. Like in terms of being able to be physically fit and able and go and get food. And from a primitive standpoint, there's no better time. It's no better time. Like you said, our our life expectancy was low at those days, during those days. So so they they needed to make sure that this is the time you're at your physical peak, meaning you can protect your, your kids. You can act so that you can actually have them before you die. You yes. can provide you can for them. them. Yeah, yeah, you for sure. You can defend them, all those things. So yeah. we're, we're kind of optimized for, for your 20s. Yeah, 100%. 100%. But you the know, problem it, is... Yeah. Yeah? Um, I was going to say, but the problem is now, because of the way the world is, right, your 20s aren't... Your, your, they're not your prime years anymore. Not physically exactly, they are, but, exactly, but in, in exactly. life it's not because there's so much more it's now. It's such a paradox, so you, right? Exactly, exactly. Because yeah. your you mind is say? still... Yeah, no, you, you, you hit, it's, 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 it's such a paradox where physically you, we've evolved as human beings to peak in our 20s, but... And then suddenly... Right, because this happened in a very short space of time. Yeah, like those evolution, were like two hundred years. Speaking. Yeah, those two hundred yeah, exactly. years out of like how many fourth? How long have we been around? I don't know how long we've been around for. Millions of years. Yeah, a very yeah. long time. Yeah. Yeah. So in the, only in the last two hundred are we like, oh, okay, you know what? Actually, your thirties and forties are where the the peak happens. Exactly. Sure. So if evolution had its way, like if it could happen quickly, then we'd 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 peak. Uh, in terms of a baby having ability, like early forties, late thirties, that would be the new peak, instead of yeah. the twenties. Exactly, but yeah. so I agree with you. I'm gonna bring it back to your initial point that you started with, where you spoke about if you don't know what's out there, then you know you're more likely to be satisfied. Right. Yep. Yeah, but I'm gonna flip the script now. Because we're talking about, I think the initial question was why do people, why are people cheating, correct? But mm-hmm. here's another angle that I think is a problem. And there's lots of problems. I don't think we're going to list all of the problems on the podcast today. Because that's impossible. But I'm just going to throw in another one in the bag. So you spoke yep. about how, okay, now that you guys have abstained, you get to the, the day where you get married, you... You experience this and it's good for both of you. 
the chances that it's going to be good for the man are much higher than it will for the woman, right? Because... Uh, so just, just repeat that point again. So I'm saying that the man is more likely to have fun than the woman for the first time, right? Yes, um, yes, because yes, yes, yes. our bodies are just a little bit simpler, let's be honest, right? Yeah. So if the guy doesn't know what he's doing, because we're assuming that both of them have waited. Um, maybe for him, he just gets there and he just thrusts like a bunny and then he goes to sleep. And the hun is just there like, is that it? You know? Yeah. <laughs> because <laughs> you, you know how they, their bodies are just so complex and it, it's to get the candle burning requires a lot of things, you know? Yes. So yes. now she's kind of like, mm, well, that was whack. But remember, it's all she knows. So... Because the experience wasn't good, the enthusiasm is not there, right? Um, mm-hmm. And now it's only the guy who's keen, but she's just like, you know what, this is not so fun for me. I just want to watch Netflix and chill. But now remember, Glenn, the guy's like felt, you know, he's, he's tasted the forbidden fruit. And I think in that scenario, the other danger is the there's not an alignment of what they want because the Han is not satisfied or she doesn't even know that she's not she thinks that that's how it is with everyone that's she might make that assumption Mm. or i'm actually not giving her enough credit she probably knows it could be better but she's too far gone now she's married so now the goon is sort of in the situation where his wife doesn't enjoy it as much as he does and what does he do he looks somewhere else i think that's another danger of both people waiting if that makes sense. That lack of I mean, experience. I think experience can I, be a good thing, to be honest. I can see what you're saying. Uh, but but here's the thing, though. Like you said, she also hasn't done it before. So so her first time is still also the best uh, best she's had. Yeah, it's, so the, for it's, her, it's the it, best. But it's remember, a, there's also a chance. Remember, with a guy, you're guaranteed to climax, right? It's, it's, it's a given. It's going to happen. Almost, you're 90% it's going to happen, right? But yes. with females, like, they're so different and the experience for them is so different. What works for one is very different with what works for another, right? Yes. That even though it will yes. be the best that she's had, it might actually be like where she feels absolutely nothing. It's just like, whoa, I, <laughs> that did absolutely zero for me. And that's the best. So she won't be as keen to engage. But she you know? will be, though. Because it's still, it's still, it's not like it was a terrible, it just wasn't great, but it was still good. Like, yeah. it's still worth doing again. Yeah, Glenn, I, if, look, Glenn, I've, I've, I've been in situations I reckon. where, I, I don't mm-hmm. think so. I think if, if the situation, if it's, if it's not, if the, if the experience, right, is that, okay, cool. Yeah. Even if it's not that great, right, I'm just saying that there'll be a misalignment in how frequently they both want to do it. So even though, okay, yes, it won't be the worst experience. Like, I will want to do it every night. She might be only keen for, like, twice a week. What happens on those days where he wants but she doesn't? And then he gets frustrated. And then she's like, yeah, I only want to do it once a week. Do you know what I'm saying? But it gets better with time usually, right? It does. But a lot of people don't have great... A lot of couples don't have great sex lives, too. A lot. A lot. Yeah, I suppose. A lot. Like, I mean, go and, like, ask... I mean, if you were to do a poll on how frequently it's happening, it goes down. They, they just don't, um, uh, they, 
you can find where couples are doing it like once a week. I saw a YouTube video where there was actually a challenge where they said um, that the couples had to do it every day. And I, I remember them struggling. But again, Glenn, if the person, if especially the female, if they're not in tune with their body and you know it's they're not having a pleasurable experience another problem is that remember how taboo this is for somebody who's abstaining this is quite a taboo topic so they'll want to be quite conservative and not be very you know wild quote unquote not wilding yeah and not wilding and then you may find that because of that misalignment the man might be like yo i'm gonna go get this somewhere else because i can't get it here but it's it's a case by case, and right? It's and not then gonna he, be... he smashes a chick with, with the most experience, bro. And then it's fire. And then he's also like, "Oh, you do this and you do that, and you're willing to do X, Y, Z, and I would never be able to do this." And then, so yeah, to bring it full circle, I think another problem. Oh, you you remember you asked me like, what would I tell myself? Another yeah. thing is communication. Choose the right person, and then communication, right? Because yeah, if it's not, if it's not working for both of you just like speak up and just be like yo the our chilling time i don't enjoy it or the sex is whack or i don't like the way you talk to me whatever it is it has to start with communication because usually when you do look somewhere else you there's something that you're craving that you're not getting you know yeah 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 so communication that's a good point Communication, so yeah. Important. Communication. That's 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 number two right there because communication mm. is important. Because if you know if she resorts to faking it so that she doesn't hurt her man's feelings, exactly, she's basically screwed forever. She's screwed exactly. forever. So exactly. So you want to communicate if if you guys need to do some research. You like, babe, let's have some fun with it. Let's go on YouTube or oh, not YouTube. <laughs> go on uh, the dark web. See what techniques people use or you could i mean there are what are they called those sex uh uh those people give advice sex whatnot yeah therapists or whatever they may be yeah sex sex therapists or whatever they're called sure you know and you go you go to them they'll they're professionals at this and they'll tell you look i i I would you know recommend you guys do this do that you know maybe the guy needs to work out as well who knows if you start exactly right exactly exactly, stuff like that yeah yeah but again also those things are taboo right glenn i've seen like right because these people are these people are are conservative (laughs) yeah yeah 100% you know those things are so even the notion of going and saying like i know people who've just said like you know what if it sucks it sucks my marriage is more important you know, I've seen those scenarios. Um, so that's that's another thing, you know. And also, it it can be embarrassing, you know, for both of them to bring it up as well. So, but also it goes both ways. That's what I remember the point that I wanted to make now is that also the woman might also, you, you mentioned about how, you know, maybe she gets to a point where she's faking. She might also be like, yo, I'm going to go somewhere else. <laughs> and... Um, yeah, and get you know, uh, I the, remember the, the pool boy, the pool boy, <laughs> or the the personal trainer at Virgin Active, you know, <laughs> yeah, that one p.m. session on a Wednesday. You, that you one know p.m. session, it, bro. Yeah, you know what time it is. Live. It turns from one p.m. to two p.m. It, it it ends at four p.m. Now, yep, yeah. Now all of a sudden, Jared's fully booked out for the afternoon. Over. 
You know what I'm saying? And it's it's kind of it's kind of like twofold. So tough, bro. And then that's that's the t- that's the time where at night you you get back from work and you you're trying to smash. Like she's she's all used up <laughs> for the day. Yeah, she's and she good. just you know that thing where she just like looks away like uh, the opposite side of the bed. Yeah, and, and it's a vicious cycle. Bed. It's a vicious cycle because mm. now you also because you know that it's the norm and the fire's not gonna be there. You also just there like well okay well whatever, you know. And now you're if try- you've married you're your, your your actual best friend, you surely you guys can actually communicate openly as well. That would that would hopefully be part of it, right? Let me think. Like about you guys this are one. like super comfortable, but uh, I guess if if both of you are kind of shy about it or it's like taboo, I'd say I'd say it's it's I don't think I don't think so. And the reason mm-hmm. I'm saying that is I think it's more of a personal thing. So if I'm uncomfortable talking about something just because we're very close, I might still be uncomfortable talking to you about it. That's true. Does that make sense? So sometimes. The person's just not happy with with the inner self. You know, they're not they like they haven't come to terms with who they are and what they're struggling with. So even though I'm her best friend, she's not willing to discuss that. Or even I may not be able to willing to discuss some things. Like think about yep. it, Glenn. Like imagine telling your best friend, like, you know what? A, it you just are not doing it for me. I'm not enjoying this. You know how hard that is? That is so hard. It's tough because this is your best friend and you're going to tell them like, bro, this ain't it. I'm not, I'm not enjoying it. That's <laughs> difficult. That's difficult, man. Do you have anything that especially, you would tell yourself? Especially if they don't know what they actually want. If they know yeah. what they want, then yeah. you can kind of, you kind of, you know, point, you can be smart about it, right? You don't lay out everything you want. Sure. You kind of say, you know, do this so so that it kind of feels like there's just one thing that you can do that can you know yeah. you know, make this better. And then you know, next week you say you know do this, this is that, and you kind of build up, build up on it into the whole catalog of the things you actually want for this sure. guy to do for sure. So that it drops everything else. Yeah, for sure. Um, is there anything so else that you would, yeah, anything what, else you would tell yourself or your future so? Um. I'll, I'll tell him it's not worth it, right? Because, you know, usually these things come mm. out. Um, because, you know, yeah, usually it comes out somehow. If, if, especially if there ends up being a kid, you're screwed. Like, yeah. it's over. Yeah. It's over. It's definitely going to come out at some yeah. point. That's, and, Newton's, and, that's and, Newton's fourth law. And it will come out. Right. Yeah. It will come out. Yeah, and, 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 <laughs> and that's the thing. The, the damage it puts, right? Because... You're, you're probably going to keep it a secret for 15 years. And you're not going to forget about it, right? Mm. It's going to be there mm. because there's going to be reminders, right? So you're basically screwed for 15 years of your life where you're keeping it a secret and it's eating you up. And then by the time it comes out, you know, who knows what, how your kids are going to react. They might start hating you. Uh, your wife might leave you, get divorced. Oh, flip, you didn't have a prenup. And then, boom, you lose half your, your stuff, let's, assuming you're rich. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you, what else? What, 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 what other horrible thing can happen? Like, yeah. I Just mean, the I've psychological trauma as well. Yeah, I guess. Psychological trauma. And, and, and you, you realize 
flip like was it really worth it and and then and then i'll i'll ask him i won't tell him something i'll ask him i'm like why do you want to do it all right i and, and then if i say i just want to do it for fun i'm like definitely not worth it if i say i'm not happy anymore right in my marriage then you know in that case i'd, I'd probably say go talk to your wife see if you can work it out if not sure. then cut your losses maybe um, yeah rather you know, rather communicate and say like yo i am i am struggling because i think that in its in itself is part of the problem because glenn you're asking like was it worth it um just to play devil's advocate sometimes i think some people look at it in them like yes because they're so depressed because you you're in this vicious cycle and it's never gonna end you come home she's facing the other way you're facing the other way and that's it going forward i can see someone saying i'm gonna risk it you know unfortunately yeah and that's when i'd say to him like yo then talk to her and see if sure because are you gonna do this for the rest of your life yeah just for the sake of being together yeah where you guys don't even talk you don't go on date nights you don't even have fun anymore yeah you know what i'm saying like it reaches a point where you, you have to ask yourself you know life is literally i have you know 75 years to live or whatever yes um what what are we doing exactly and you know what i'll tell both of them this is a very like uh edwin piece of advice but you know what i'd say to both of them is i'd say keep in shape honestly yep keep in shape yep keep in shape both of you keep in shape because I don't want to, I also don't want to have that conversation because <laughs> <laughs> there's another convo, but yeah, I think it helps both. It, it helps with the endorphins. It helps you feel better. It makes you, it's not just about like exercising isn't only about how you look, but it's what it does for your mind. It's what it does for your health, what it does for your mood. Because if, if both people are, you know, physically active, I think it also will in improve the mood amongst them you know what i'm saying yeah you know so yeah i think that's something people don't talk about when they, whenever this conversation comes up like I w- i've never heard the correlation between relationships and phys- is it physical health or um yeah i yeah. think that's the yeah, word basically but i think yeah. the, the two are quite important but we never have that conversation you yeah, know? you're right. You're absolutely right. Yeah. I mean, we always talk about money. We talk about money a lot when it comes to this stuff. But when it comes to, like, taking care of your body, I don't think we ever discuss that because it's kind of, I don't want to objectify either side. But, like, Glenn, you know when you buy a car, you know, yeah. you, you look after the car because the car can't look after itself, right? But yeah. you or, or a house or whatever item that you love, right? When it comes to object, you will, you will make sure to keep that item in a state that is, you know, um, as pristine as possible. And for me personally, I always, I feel like, an, I feel an obligation to be the best version of myself for the other person. Does that make sense? So if yeah, I'm the car, sense. if I'm the car that I've purchased, like, I need servicing. I need a wash. I need, if I'm software, I need a software update. So I need to put stuff in my mind that makes me a better person. I need to, in all aspects of my life, I need to be asking myself, am I thriving to be the 
best version of myself that I can be, right? So you're getting the mm-hmm. best version of me. And I think it goes both ways. Because I think in a lot of relationships, one party, and I don't think it's a male or a female, one person um, slips in that aspect, you know? Um, and yeah. it's not only fitness. It might be financial. It might be health. It might be spiritually. It might be mentally. Like one person stops investing in themselves and that's not fair on your partner i think personally but that's just me yeah especially if they're keeping up right right so if yeah. they and i'm not saying be like i'm not saying be Bill gates i'm just saying just be the best glenn because that's what that person deserves right because yes. she's like okay i'm getting like a subpar glenn you know it's not like improving but Easy's over there just doing the most. <laughs> <laughs> and then once, 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 once they're starting to compare, you're in trouble. Right, yeah, exactly. Trouble. Exactly. Even and if I don't it's subconscious, even if they don't mention it. Yes, like, Even for if sure. it's just in their head. For sure, for sure. And that comparison, I don't even think it's a, a like-for-like like comparison. I think it's just an effort thing. It's just like, yo, one person is just putting in so much more effort and it makes the experience that much better. So I think I would also tell yep. both people like, yo, guys, make sure you're, you're doing everything to be like a king or a queen. Like maintaining that status. Yeah. For sure. And that's it. 100%, brother. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, man. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, that, was, that, was, that, was, that was great because, you know, th- this is an important uh, issue that affects a lot of uh, I would say African uh, families because that's what I know basically. So uh, it's something we kind of need to dissect and see what we can do to 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 stop hurting our women, you know, because and families and children, because it's sure, hundred percent, hundred percent. It happens way too much. It's pretty much uh, a selfish act for the most part. For sure. And uh, yeah, we need to we need to curb it. Uh, so I think that's it. Um, yeah, thank you guys for joining us. We be sure to subscribe, give us a five star review on iTunes as usual. Helps us rise up the charts. Um, yeah, catch us catch us next week. Thank you so much for joining us. These are amateur opinions. If you like them, you can take them. If you don't, you can leave them. Peace. All right, peace. <laughs>